This is Ozarks at Large. One week from tonight, the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History will begin a new year of Pryor Center Presents Lectures with a virtual talk delivered by retired General Wesley Clark. His lecture, The End of the Post-Cold War, American Crisis, is about how the international position of the United States has changed from one General Clark describes as the indispensable nation in the 1990s and 2000s to one of now finding its values, interests, and power under prolonged challenge by Russia, China, and Iran. The talk begins at 6 a week from tonight via Zoom, and registration through the Prior Center website is required. General Clark was on our show last January. At that time, he discussed a nonprofit he founded, Renew America Together, an organization designed to bring civil discourse and policy discussion to the forefront. Our conversation was recorded about a week after the insurrection at the United States Capitol, and I asked him last year about the challenges the country faces at home and abroad, and if those challenges dovetail with each other. The early 1980s, we've worked steadily to, there's no nicer way to put it, we, we, we chose the private sector over the public sector as though the two were in competition when in fact they are synergistic. America needs a strong public sector with dedicated public servants and all the other things that come with the government that we had in the 1950s to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. We need public health. We Everybody sees that now. We, we need to regulate markets. We went through 2008. That was a market regulation, massive failure. Um, We need national defense. We need uh, security at our borders. We need an immigration system that works. These are, none of these things can the private sector do by itself. Um, We need innovation. And in fact, if you look back historically at the United States, most of the innovation in the last 70 years has come from government investment, not from the private sector. Private sector takes the research and development money put into the Defense Department or into the National Institutes of Health or into the Department of Energy, and then suddenly, boom, it takes all the credit. (laughs) But everything from fracking to the Internet to space travel, um, it all began with government investment. So... um, So we need government. We need private sector because you have to have the initiative, the independence, the risk-taking propensities of the private sector, the organizational, and people have to be motivated. So the two are synergistic, but um, somehow we lost sight of that. And step by step, we have attacked government to the extent that we finally elected a president who became an enemy. He saw government as, as a deep state enemy when, in fact, he was the leader of it. So everything from the regulations which keep our air clean and our water pure to um, to dealing with future issues like climate change suddenly became like the wrong thing to do. Uh, but what was the right thing to do? So somehow we have to get the balance right between government and the private sector. If we don't do that in the United States, then how can these people abroad look at the United States and trust us? So in that sense, there's a real connection between what happens here and what happens abroad. If it's taken us decades to develop and hone that distrust of government or that competition uh, between private and public sector, it's not going to be repaired 
in a couple of months or a couple of years. This is going to take a, a, a long haul, I would guess. I think it's going to be a tough process, really. I mean, I think you first have to start by going back and looking at this past election. Now, tens of millions of people believe the election was fraudulent, or at least that's what they said. They signed up to it. And uh, we saw all these people in D.C. who said, we're going to take our country back. Well, you have the country. You voted. I mean, so uh, we have to have a re-education or an education campaign that brings people together on, on the election. Maybe we need to change some of the processes in elections as, as part of that. But th that's the start of it. Um, and then I think government has to be more constructive. One of the things that happened starting in the 1980s is we took away from government a lot of the resources that government has traditionally had and systematically removed its authorities so it could do less and less to help people. Just in our own state, the state government used to pay most of the costs of higher education. So you went to the University of Arkansas when I was a, when I graduated from all high school, you could go to the University of Arkansas and it was it wasn't free. You still had to eat and sleep, but it was relatively inexpensive, even by the cost of living standards then. Today, it's not. It's expensive. And this is representative of state colleges and universities across the country. The public funding for education isn't there. Retired General Wesley Clark on Ozarks at Large last January. He'll deliver the first Prior Center Presents Lecture of the New Year a week from tonight via Zoom beginning at 6. Registration is required. You can learn much more at the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History website. This is Ozarks at Large.